There we go. <laughs> just completely That's forgot good. my audio engineer techniques. I was late for my audio class every day in college. People would take bets on when I would show up. Really? Yeah, and it bit me in the ass because it's like the thing I probably used the most out of what I learned in college was this audio stuff. Like, how does a microphone work? What end do you speak into? Magnets. Magnets. How do they work? What's up? You recording? Yeah. This is uh. What's up? What's up? This is episode one eighty two of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we ask the question, "What's the hype?" I'm Jho, and with me is Groove. One eighty two kilos is four hundred pounds. <laughs> You've been waiting for that one. I've been waiting on that one. That's a big number right there. That's a big number. It's a blink one eighty two. I just shit on it. Damn it! You just shit right What's on it. What's my age again? Damn. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you saying? Are you? What were you saying? No, no. I'll blink one eighty two. <laughs> Come on. What is what is your favorite blink one eighty two song? Uh, damn it. What is You know that one. Oh, yeah. It's off of the. Yeah. It's off of their the album before they blew up. So I didn't start listening to them like they've been around forever. And they had a bunch of yeah. like had like three albums before Dude Ranch came out. And Dude Ranch was the one that, that kind of put them on the That's map. The one. But the not not that was not the one that like made them like oh everybody in high school is listening to them and stuff. Um, that was the album after Enema of the State, I think was the next one. And that was the big one. Enema of the State. Yeah. yeah that's 99. That's the but, woman with the, uh, glove. Yeah. I, uh, I listened to that Dude Ranch album cause I got it. I was like, ah, oh, I like this band. And I listened to it a lot when I was, uh, the first summer I was doing like the, the, the kayak freestyle kayak tour in the summer yeah. and doing all the events and stuff when I met Speed Diddy, our friend of the show Speed Diddy and stuff. And so I I associate that album with that that summer a lot, but it's a good album. I mean, I, I I like them. I don't ride for everything, you know. But Yeah, it's just I don't have a problem with list of uh Dude Ranch. I I don't know a bunch of these songs. Although if I listened to it, I'm sure I'd you know what I'm saying? I'm sure I'd know it. It's a good album. It's anyway. le- it's less like, hey, how about a dick joke? <laughs> it's like less of that and more <laughs> like them kind of doing the pop punk thing and leaning into it. But I like that self-titled album, too, the one that had that Miss You song on it. Where Man, are I you? Like the, I like the dick jokes. Yeah, I, I, I think that... I think that that... That period of them was like aligned with you, like in high school or something. I think, right? Oh yeah, I'm not talking so about like, Blink 182's dick joke phase. I'm saying I'm still in a dick joke oh, phase. Oh, you still like independent dick jokes. Okay. Uh, Blink 182? Yeah, fine. you like dick jokes. Give That's me, fine. Eh, give me any kind of jokes about bodily functions and dicks. Yeah, I've matured a little bit Just in my comedy, but it's you know you're still in that. It's all right, man. It, whatever works. <laughs> Jared Leto fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look what I got. This is going to be great for audio. Look what I found. <laughs> Joey's literally 
fidget spinning right now. Oh man, here's the thing though, you look kind of cool doing it. it. I mean, you gotta admit, right? It's like it looks cool. Yeah, ooh, they that spin, thing's still they spinning. Spin and they spin, and they still spinning. They spin. <laughs> yeah, that was a Latrell Sprewell uh, spinners joke for those of you <laughs> born <Sprewell>. after 1980 <laughs> didn't Latrell Sprewell choke somebody and he choked, he his, choked coach. his coach yeah he choked his didn't coach didn't I have some I had some shoes that were made by it. no it was Starbury uh, Starbury's yeah so Stephon Marbury, Marbury tried to make shoes. a basketball shoe that was affordable so kids quit didn't get robbed for their shoes anymore they were actually kind of sweet but they they definitely didn't last like I had, a, I had like two pair and they wore out real quick, but yeah. Well, that's trying. the thing about something that's cheap, right? Ain't, yeah, ain't nobody tried to to steal them from me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Also, nobody tried to buy them either. Yeah. Except for you. You thought they were sweet. <laughs> I was like, oh man. You, yeah. Joey Hall from Augusta, South Carolina, <laughs> or wherever the fuck it is. Where is it? Augusta, North Augusta, South North Carolina. Augusta. North Augusta, South Carolina. Yeah. You, Joey, the second Augusta, most Missouri famous person from Kansas North City, Augusta. Georgia, yeah. Yeah, that's where I, I was like, hey, I got some Starburys. They were like, uh, go get them shoes out the back. <laughs> I think Shaq tried to no, do that, that at some point, too. Well, the problem was, Shaq. is like, if LeBron came out with them, then he could have done it. But <laughs> Stephon Mayberry, Marbury was not the biggest pull, you know? The problem is LeBron would come out with them. They would be $25 retail, but they would sell for $400 because everybody would buy them out and then they would be, you know, collector's items. So This is both of us. You're hypothesizing that LeBron doesn't currently have a shoe. No, no, I'm saying uh, if he came out with a cheap shoe. I know he has a shoe. Yeah, but but, it's like if he came he out with a like cheap shoe. You flood the market with a cheap shoe and then it doesn't it doesn't have This is sneaker talk. Team. With uh, Jayhan Grave. <laughs> I got you with that one. Got you, you got me. Yeah, you got me. You <laughs> cut me. That's twice now. You've cut me out of my knees. Ha! You didn't expect uh, what you see. What's up? What's, what's up? I got some some housekeeping. Oh yeah, we got a new super fan, like super fan, like yeah. I haven't talked about this guy on the show yet, but it's this. this... Oh well, you the 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 pronoun you used, guy, uh, immediately uh, disconfirmed who I thought maybe you would suggest. Oh, <laughs> okay. Who did you think? Well, no, no, I don't know who if you want to thought... mention them if you want to like have them be a super fan, but. Well, no, but I, I mean, you were going to nominate. I was going to confirm. Huh. I'm not nominating. I just assumed that you were going to reference Ninja T's wife. Of course I was. Be- yeah. Because she's she's reaching her limit and holding <laughs> off on watching the OC See, season two. Yeah, that's a whole different category because I don't think she listened to the show. She just is upset that we ain't watching the OC. And I get that. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's, she doesn't listen to the show. But she's she's got she's getting to watch the OC again because Ninja T wants to listen watch the episode so he can listen to the show and because he's been asking her to hold off he she she frustrated with that's us. why we gotta, we, we gotta get back on that yeah, OC we have uh we have fallen off and that's not that's not all right 
I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. I care about the I, SEC. I want to watch too. it. I've meant to watch it for this week, and then we just didn't do it. So, sorry, Britt. It's Britt. That's that's Ninja T's wife. Uh, look at you. Yeah, I, that's Damn why you were looking at your phone. You went into Facebook. I wasn't looking at my phone. You went to find her name so that you could flex on me and be like, oh, I knew, oh, Brit, I knew her name. I just wanted to confirm you. it because I didn't say the wrong name because I'm, I'm really bad now. I can't tell Jessica's and Jennifer's apart anymore. Somebody's like, my wife's Jennifer. I'm like, how's Jessica doing? Oh, her name's Jennifer. Okay, well, I, I'm at the age where you just have to accept that. Sorry. Tell Jimmy I said hello. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just like, and I get I get anxiety over it to where I'm like, I know this person's name is Jennifer, but I'm just going to say, uh, how's your person that you're married to? I met wife. And then it's like, well, you don't know her name? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Her name's Jessica. Fuck. Jennifer. Sorry. Yeah. We've been friends for 28 years. <laughs> I just get, I get anxiety about that. I'm like, uh, uh, I'll forget somebody's hey, name. Hey, before we go any further, I do need to note for the listeners that Joey is wearing a My Chemical Romance t-shirt with some band, marching band leader on it's the, the front. Black Parade it? Oh, that's cover. the album, The Black Parade? Yeah, one of the greatest albums of all time, The Black Parade. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Come on, oh, you're going to get some hate for that. You're going to get some hate for I'm, that. I might get some hate for it, but... <laughs> that album is fantastic. I'm, it is great. I'm willing to take it. That album is great. Um... No, shout outs to Britt. Uh, we will get back on the OC next week. Let's get back on the OC next week. I want to keep watching. Jackie's caught up now. She's catching up, you know, so like I've been watching her watch it and I'm like, oh, damn, the show is pretty good still. All right. So, yeah. Season two. All right. It only took us like season a year and two. a half to get through season one. So what are you taking a picture of? I'll talk about it here in a minute. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get back to the super fan I was going to bring up. Uh, shout outs to uh fan of the show Trey. And Trey plays magic at the uh at the Cape Fear games that I play at. And uh yeah, I ran it. I, I he's been listening. I, I see him every once in a while there. You know, sometimes we're not playing in the same event or whatever. He's playing something else or whatever, but I'll run into him and he's always like, Man, listen to the show, been listening to the show, and I'm always like he's one of these dudes that like smiles all the time, like he's just happy all the time. But I'm so insecure from my past that I'm like, this dude's trying to make fun of me or something, you know? Because yeah. he's just happy. He's genuinely happy. But I'm like, he's like, listen to the show, and I'd revert back to high school, and I'm like, oh man, he's gonna say, listen to the show. That's what I'd say if I was stupid. Fuck your show, yeah. you know? But he doesn't do that. That's he's like into the show. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah, that's like that reminds me of that push the teeth verse from their clips that lord will and i mean says don't ask me about the album or when it's coming out because i feel like you're really being funny on the sly (laughs) yeah that's exactly that 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 totally confirms it but i've got the point now where i'm like this dude legitimately likes the show and and listens to it and uh i saw him last night we went and played last night at the shop and uh he's like hey man still listen to the show man he's like i'm gonna listen to the old episodes and he's like, sometimes I listen to the show, I listen to the same episode twice. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, I've gone back to like episode one. And I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. He's like, yeah, audio quality is pretty rough the first couple, but it gets better. I'm like, yeah, I think it gets a lot better over time. But I'm I, like, I think you need to go from being worried that he's making fun of you to just being worried about him. I'm like, yeah, uh, 
don't tell anybody about the things you heard on those early episodes. <laughs> don't tell anybody that you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm just like in awe of like, I'm like, man, and I, he, he really seems to enjoy it, you know? And that's my own imposter syndrome is like, really? You really like this? No, like, no. Here's the thing, Joey. It's not your imposter syndrome. That's just a reasonable response. Like nobody <laughs> should be. This show is trash. Um, no, I, I'm I'm honestly flattered by it. And uh, the 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 best thing is last night he was like, I was talking to my wife, and she's like, I want to get some of them Foo Wangs. So they're gonna go get Foo Wangs today. And I was oh. like, I was like, get the crab rice, get the sampler. And uh, he said he's going to tell them. He's like, yeah, do they know that you you have a podcast you talk? I was like, no, they don't know. I was like, I didn't tell them about that. He's like, I'm going to tell them about the podcast. I'm like, all right. Well, thanks. So that way it's not me telling them, you know, because I would never tell somebody that I talked about them on my podcast, you know. But anyway, shout out. Kia Food Wayne's can get us some generic 10% off code just like Batch Ends. Trey, if you really want to be a fan of the show, get you some of that Batch Ends. Get you some of that batch ends. What's the code for that? You remember the code? Hell no, I don't remember the code. Got, for that. Uh, batch ends is a delicious Japanese barbecue sauce that we talk about on the show religiously. You can save 10% at batchans.com with the code CX DAM10. CX DAM10. CX DAM10. Get that batch ends. My nephew ordered the, the sampler pack after I got him the Christmas gift. He used all yeah. his bottle, and he got the sampler pack of the three. He got the Yuzu sauce, the one that I'm coveting that I haven't gotten. So <laughs> it's the that that citrus one. But I've I've been I've been on that sweet and spicy. That's good stuff, huh? I got to get some of that too. I still it's good, it. man. It's good. It's it's uh it's flavorful. It's not too flavorful. It's not too spicy. It's not too sweet. Uh, those people over there, batchins, man, they do it right. Flavor, flavor masters, flavor experts. Yeah, flavor, flavor. Um. Anyway, to wrap up, number one fan. Thanks, Trey, for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, if I've been awkward, it's because of my own insecurity, not because of because of you. I really appreciate. Dude's just super nice, and I appreciate him. So. And as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> Trey. Thanks for listening, but you know, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> you know, it's all right. We, we we hit on a couple things every once in a while. Trey, get a new fucking hobby, man. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, man, it's the magic in this. Um Hey, some of those old episodes have become relevant again. It seems like they're burning books again out here. Oh God, uh... it's so true. <laughs> We're gonna have barbecue. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, there's an old classic episode of the show called Bur- <laughs> Burning Books and Bacon Chicken uh, about a book burning in the mountains of North Carolina, I think, um, that we reported on. And uh, yeah, it seems like they're banning books uh, that are anti-Nazi from from <laughs> well, from t- Tennessee, right? State of Tennessee. I, I saw there's it's been other school systems too. It's like the hot thing. I saw somebody, the, the friend of the show, Kevin Delion, posted a thing. It was like some superintendent, like we're getting rid of all these pornographic books. It's like, oh, they're books with people that aren't straight in them. So that's why they're pornographic to you, right? But whatever. I just, I just wonder, like I hadn't thought about it too much, but like. 
why is this still, you know, like, why are we still like, why do people still like, oh, you know what's a good idea? What's going to not really be that big of a deal? Let's just go ahead and ban these books. Like, it's worked. Like, when has it ever worked? Ever. Number one, who reads anymore? So why does it matter? Ain't nobody reading. You know that kids. You know reading. that book that just got banned in Tennessee. Now because mouse. of that, it's on its eighth printing. Yeah, mouse. The uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have it. It's in my graphic novel collection that we got for our wedding. It's one of our wedding presents by Art Spiegelman. Oh, it's a great, great book. That was the most subtle flex that you've ever delivered on this episode. I know. I I wanted to be kind about it so you didn't feel uncomfortable. That was the the most I-O-L-T-O-S flex that you've ever had. Oh, that book that they're only just now banning? I I asked for it for my wedding back last year. I I got the fifth edition of it. Um, It's in, I could have said it's in my graphic novel library. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't yeah, know but then, I had some but restraint then the flex would have been you would have cut too yourself much. out too from much your yeah. yeah that would have been a bridge too far yeah. nobody has ever said that seriously in the history of the universe nobody's ever said that thinking that it was going to come across yeah. well it's in my graphic novel it's in my library. sequential image library <laughs> If a if a if a library in a home is supposed to be uber luxurious and filled with mahogany <laughs> and leather, like my graphic novel library, it's like plastic IKEA shelves yeah, and yeah. milk crates yeah. for chairs. Yeah, it's got some anime statues on there, uh, holding everything. <laughs> it's up. in the garage. Yeah, yeah. It's in the shed. Now, oh, shout out, shout out to Mouse. That that graphic novel is awesome. Have you read it before? It's, no, of course uh, not. Yeah. Well, they can't. You from Tennessee? They don't allow it there. It's illegal. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't allowed to. No, it's it's a it's it's a telling of uh, this guy's. I think it tells the story of his father who was in uh, in during the Holocaust, and it's uh, the 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 Jewish are portrayed by mice, and the Nazis are portrayed by uh, by cats, and it's uh, uh it's it's it's. it's I- it's it's impactful. It definitely is uh, intense. But I get really the good. metaphor. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really well done. Um, there was a sequel to it too. I don't know if they banned that one or not. Mouse two, uh, I think part two. Well, how can we can see? All they have to do is ban the first one because nobody can read a sequel without right, knowing the first can't, one. You can't you follow know? it. Yeah. They just yeah. just ban the Matrix. Nobody will watch Reloaded. <laughs> I've already banned Reloaded. I'm not I'm removing that from... I'm going and stealing copies from libraries of that movie when it comes out there. So, um, Yeah. So, here we are with our podcast on Spotify talking about social justice issues, you know. Well, we got to make up for Neil Young's catalog being deleted. <laughs> Listen to us instead of Neil Young. You know. It's it's just us and Joe Rogan left, so. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Ooh, mm. yeah. Let's real di- let's dig into that. Let's let's, into let's that. talk about Joe Rogan. Uh, the memory of going to see his show popped up on Facebook for me from four years ago or something. <laughs> four years ago isn't necessarily long enough ago well, for you to be okay with that. I think it was though, because it was like it was right when he was like. Yeah, this dude's got some problematic people on, but like he does like 
ask insightful questions and he seems like he's like interested in stuff and then somewhere along the line it was just like I'm a fucking idiot and listen to my show here's a bunch of dum-dums on the show and I'm like what happened I mean I'm not I, I obviously he was what he was back then but it didn't feel that way <laughs> and I enjoyed his show when we yeah. could see it you know I'm not apologizing for take. him I'm like here's my here's my hot take his podcast has never been good I I was because back when his podcast was growing, when it was early, yeah, that's when I was deep in the podcast game, and that's like all I listened to. And I remember thinking early on, this guy's a terrible interviewer. That's why I didn't like it. It wasn't like who was on and what was talked about. It's the fact that like no matter who came on, it was Joe Rogan talking about himself, what he was interested yeah. in, interview like interrupting the interviewers or the interviewees, you know, and, and it was just like, Oh, this, I don't want to hear this guy talk. I want to hear his guests. He's getting great yeah. guests. Like he had Gary Clark jr. Like I wanted to hear what these yeah. people were saying and I, I couldn't hear anything. I was like, Oh, no wonder it's three hours long. These people, poor people are just trying to tell their story. And, uh, and I didn't like it for that reason. Yeah. And then I kept, people kept trying to Oh, Sturgill Simpson's on this episode. You, I really got to try this. i Sergio Simpson's one of my favorite musicians ever. Let me go on and try to listen to this. I can't fucking hear a word the guy's saying because it's just Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you're probably right. I think I, it got a pass from me because he just had a wide variety of people on that I wouldn't have been exposed to before. I also like didn't listen to it like you probably did. I've only listened to like episodes that I was like, I think I might want to listen to that. No, I didn't listen to like 10 episodes in a row ever in my life of his show. Yeah. I've just, you know, it's like I I just can't do that. But I don't know. It just feels like a devolving of like, which I guess, like I said, it's it's him it's him showing who he truly is, but I felt like he was, it felt like he had a wide variety of people from different sides of arguments, but now he platforms people that are like actively stupid and i'm like ugh. i get it why people are protesting and stuff this is like all the anti-vax shit and all that fuck all that but anyway fuck joe rogan i'm sorry that i ever <laughs> went to go see him yeah fuck your super fan trevor trevor why What's fuck him name? Tre trey his name's trey, trey. why fuck him <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking shit. I'm think, just trying to be. I'm just trying to be abrasive. To I think for some he's. Reason. I think he's pro-vax. So I think. Are you saying that you're anti-vax then? If you're if you're anti-tray, is that no, no. I'm I'm anti-fan. Yeah, <laughs> you're not a big fan of fans, <laughs> especially they're fans that I have found. If they're fans that you find, you're like, yeah, great. Fans, oh, they're that, great people. Yeah, they're, yeah but I'm my fans, no, people. no, no. Oh no, you must have paid them or something. Yeah. No, I, the truth of the matter is, I I really like this kid's style. Yeah. I just like finding something he likes and then going back into the archives. I'm embarrassed that it happens to be something I'm involved with. Yeah. But I'm happy for him that he's found an archive of um, sub quality content that he finds tolerable enough to entertain more of. There you go. Tell you what, better this than old episodes of the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> I used to listen to the episode. I always used to listen to every episode that Duncan Trussell was on. Yeah. That's why, that's why another reason why I was like, Joe Rogan can't be the biggest piece of shit in the world because like 
I don't think Duncan would fuck with him if that was the case, you know? And, like, maybe Duncan didn't see this shit either. Notice that he's not been on the show in forever, I don't think. So, I don't know. I'm not well, trying, and I'm not trying to put words in Duncan's mouth or anything, but, you know? I was just like, oh, well, this person that's my friend, you know, is on there, and so maybe it's not that bad then, but it's... He, he ain't point, your friend. Yeah. He is. I talk to him all the time. He, 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 he don't ever respond, but I talk to him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I sent him some old pictures. Um from camp. Yeah, I think he said that. Yeah, from camp. Do you remember he never got back to me. No, of course not. No, he's probably like, who the fuck is this guy? One of the little people that you met along the way. Um He, he talked me through the whole ropes course my first time. Yeah. Yeah, that was his yeah, thing, he, wasn't it? He was he did the ropes course for a little while. He uh, did the ropes course, and I was like, director. I don't know. It was my first year being old enough to do it, and I'm terrified of heights. And he went with me from element to element to get me through the whole thing. And you know, and then years later, neglected my Instagram DM. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's dead to you now. I see so really, I I like his see, old stuff. You, you could see why why he hangs out with Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> uh, let's get off Joe Rogan man, fuck that shit. I just want I got 30 more minutes on Joe Rogan I want to do um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> let's get back on track here uh, you ready to talk about some hype what's the hype yeah yeah, man you want me to kick off my give, me some, give me some hype let me have some lay it on me I think I may have touched on this before yeah but I'm so deep in it now that it is my hype. It's uh, it's the TV show Yellowstone. <laughs> Speaking of Joe Rogan, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't that like the, Sons of Anarchy I, I, for even more right wingers. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? No, it started. It's I don't. Well, I mean, okay. So here's one of the things I'm going to say about it. For me, I don't know who else watches this show, aside from a couple of my in-person friends, my real-life friends. Yeah. I do get the impression that it's a boomer show. I, I know a lot of people that wear red hats that watch it, if that means anything <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is the show that can bridge the gap. Uh, speaking of anti-vax, <laughs> I know a lot of people. Let me tell you something right now. <clears throat> the Taylor Sheridan, the showrunner here, has taken every lesson yeah. from every prestige drama. Yeah. As far as photography, dialogue, performance sets costuming all the prestige shows and he's he's taken all those elements and he has shoehorned a soap opera directly in the middle of it so everything that's satisfying about a soap opera as far as propulsive storytelling just like high high unreasonably high stakes nonsensical violence and sex uh, un- incredible propulsive storytelling. 
Yeah. And yet at the same time, it is as beautiful as, you know, any major like HBO show or whatever. Right. So it's got for me. Yeah. Production quality is high. It's pulpy, mm-hmm. but it's like got all the epic stuff from all the high production stuff. Yeah. Exactly. It's like yeah. um it's succession meets Friday Night Lights meets uh the shield. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm it's all the yeah. stuff that <clears throat> is has it's it's really the expression of lessons learned over the golden age of television. Well, do you know that he was on Sons of Anarchy, right? Taylor Sheridan who wrote writes Yellowstone. Did you know that? Um I was I knew that there was a connection between He was he was Sheriff Hale on the first two seasons of that show. I don't know if you watched the Sons of Anarchy. I didn't not, watch it. No, he, I he was Sheriff past, uh <laughs> The married with kids. Yeah, it, he was. Uh, he was Sheriff Hale the first two seasons, and uh, apparently he kind of wasn't happy, and so they he asked to be written off the show. And when he did, when that's when he started writing was after he got off the show. Um, okay, so that's here's why the thing. He he. I I just googled his name. Yeah, he's he's in Yellowstone. Okay, I I would expect he would be. He's an actor too. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's not a main character. Yeah, but he's a, he yeah. like he's he's plays a. I've been since I've been watching the show. The I've been watching this one character. Yeah, and I've been saying to myself, that guy's having a blast. And that's him. Yeah, and he, that's so him. he started yeah. off as an actor, and then he was on Sons of Anarchy, and then that didn't work out. And he said that when he he was real bummed about Sons of Anarchy not working out, and he started writing, and that's when he got into writing heavy. And he wrote Sicario. Um, which is a fantastic movie uh, by Denny Villeneuve, the guy that directed Dune. Yeah, he wrote Sicario um, and the sequel to that. He also did a movie called Hell or High Water. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I love yeah. I love them both. He's uh, he, his thing is like his shtick is like modern western. You yeah. Know? So it's like modern western but the characters don't wear a bunch of cowboy hats and stuff i mean they probably do in yellowstone but in these other movies they're they like they're cowboys but they don't wear cowboy hats you know and uh yeah i think he's a really good writer mm-hmm. i think sicario is one of the best movies to come out in the past 10 years you know like i love he wrote that wind river too yeah he wrote Rim, wind river too yeah damn yeah yo I, i'm even more hyped now i'm even less apologetic about liking yellowstone yeah. now yeah, well, it, from what you're saying about it, you can see the things he bar. I mean, he learned from Sons of Anarchy, right? And from Kurt Sutter, who wrote Sons of Anarchy, like ridiculous, over the top violence and this and that. And Kurt Sutter was involved. Oh, Kurt Sutter was involved with the Shield too. That was his first show. The guy that did Sons of Anarchy. So you can see there's a through line of all that stuff. And like, yeah. and I and I'm not shitting on it. I do know a lot of conservative folks that l- watch Yellowstone, but I have a bunch of friends that aren't that way that watch it too. I think that's kind of universally loved. It's like a schlocky thing that's like actually good um yeah no exactly that's what it is but but i think it it may be like the best representation of that thing yeah you just distilled all the best parts of that because i would say the same thing about sons of anarchy we're watching it uh we're we're almost finished with our sons of anarchy rewatch which is jackie's first time that's seven seasons the first four seasons of that show is actually really well written i mean it's ridiculous it's a it's a soap opera for dudes or whatever but it's Super, it's violent and over the top, but there's really good writing. Like, there's some really good stuff, character work on it. And then the last three seasons are just like, oh my God, what a slog. And this this final season is just misery. 
and awful. You know, it just peters out. But um, I think that I think that when you have an idea like that, it's easy to like burn it out. You know, I think that's what Sons of Anarchy did. And you know, I'm not. Well, that's. I mean, that's honestly. I'm on season four of Yellowstone, and like, there. The problem with having everything at a ten from the very beginning yeah, you know, is you have to go from ten to eleven. Eventually, and I'm nowhere there's to only get yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's just like the OC. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, soap operas cannot sustain yeah. unless we all accept that we're going to rerun these ideas mm. over and over again. There's only so many new ideas. So the thing that I did not realize <clears throat> about Yellowstone. Because I'm, I'm still, I would say I'm still somewhat of a rookie when it comes to soap operas. Like, I'd say I've probably done maybe five or six soap operas, right? Yeah. And, um, and the thing about soap operas is, modern, contemporary soap operas, you have to have a new villain, mm-hmm. right? I think about, um, uh, what was that show that I love with Timothy, Timothy Oliphant? Oh, right? uh, Justified? Justified. Which they're, they're bringing that back, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so Justified uh, had Walton Goggins one of the bad guys in that. Yeah, Walton Goggins was the season one villain, but he's so talented they made him a a perennial character. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a new big bad yeah, every yeah, year, yeah. right? And and Yellowstone has completed four seasons now, and one of the villains from season one. There's basically the protagonist and two villains, mm-hmm. basically, in season one. And then one of them sticks around, but the other one kind of gets defeated. Yeah. And and then I was like, oh, okay, what what's happening now? And then season two, it's a new one. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, we got to have, have a, a new fresh villain, yeah. antagonist every year. You know? That's and part so of the, yeah. this By the time we've gotten to this fourth season now... You know, I'm a little bit like, all right, it's easier to predict predict the 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 notes and the tropes and the dialogue. I'm I'm at the point now where I'm kind of like calling lines before they're said, and yeah, because yeah. the writing, even though the dialogue is, there's a lot of really good dialogue in it. It's like it's kind of like um, it falls Deadwood yeah, in that. Yeah, it's it's not on the level of Deadwood, yeah. but it's very, you know, kind of very prose the dialogue is very novelistic like everybody should be a novelist in mm-hmm. yellowstone you yeah, know because they keep spitting yeah, these yeah. like incredible truths you know yeah, right yeah <laughs> really like pithy lines and stuff that's one of the problems with sons of anarchy is the last season of that show there's not a big villain in it there's not a villain the villain in the last mm. season spoiler alert is kind of the heroes themselves and so it kind of just runs out of gas because it's like, and I get it because it's like, well, are we going to introduce some new big villain this last season that's like, oh, where were they at the whole time? It's like, I don't know. It just kind of runs out of steam. It's like most U.S. shows. It's like, man, <laughs> make make these shows like a five-season arc instead of squeezing out two more seasons or whatever. Like, you know, the British shows are superior to our shows in a lot of ways because of that. Because they'll do two or three seasons and a special of something, and then that's it, you know. And it yeah, but that's the only the reason they're better. True, yeah. I don't like the way they talk. Yeah, so I don't yeah. like the way they talk either. They ain't English. Um, <laughs> they ain't got no fucking cowboy hats over there. Let that's me tell right. you about these cowboy hats. Bro. <laughs> what if they did though? What about a western set in England? 
<laughs> mm. Let me tell you, the the costuming, the costume department of Yellowstone deserves every single Emmy nomination that okay. they receive. It is, I am, I, I really, it's just like, honestly, a lot of it's like watching Succession. Now, I don't really, Succession, I'll watch it and I'll be like, I can't believe these sets, yeah. right? Like they're mm-hmm. on location on the Adriatic coast on some yacht that is yeah. probably multiple millions of dollars, but <clears throat> Watching John Dutton, played by Kevin Costner, walk out of his ranch home with, you know, three layers of Filson jackets on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, buddy. Yeah, put those elk skin gloves on to ride your horse, yeah. you fucking cowboy. These <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ain't no it's ice toners. They're, it's, yeah. <clears throat> it's so satisfying. To be honest with you, Aside from Cobra Kai, yeah, I haven't binged a TV show. I haven't like watched, wanted to watch a single TV show to the exclusion of anything yeah, else yeah. in years. Yeah, that's yeah. And so, I mean, it like straight up, it is my hype. Like, I don't care who you are, I'll 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 go to hands over this show, Yellow. So <laughs> it's not. I'm not saying right. it's good. Okay. okay, I'm saying it's um, it's it's so satisfying I mean, it's so I'm, enthralling yeah i'm not i'm not against it i definitely it's on my list i will watch it eventually but i uh you know i'm like i'll save those seasons up and watch it but yeah you I'm can, not, I'm well, not the, the, right now currently right now <clears throat> the first yeah. three seasons are on peacock tv shout outs to sepku yeah uh you can pay 5.99 a month for <sighs> peacock tv so basically you can watch the first three seasons in a month for five ninety nine, cancel your Peacock subscription. Roll on over to Amazon and buy season four for twenty bucks. I got you. So for twenty five dollars, yeah. you can watch four seasons. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, I think we have Peacock, and, and I think we have the paid one anyway. And I don't know if we borrowed it from somebody or something because I think we get everything yeah. on ours. So I don't. Know. Well, it's funny because I watched I wa- I got <laughs> Peacock and I watched the first three seasons on Peacock, and even when you're paying five ninety nine, you get commercials. Yeah. You know, like a little thirty-second commercial, yeah, yeah. and I was exhausted by that by the end. And then I went over to Amazon and bought season four. And the first episode I watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, that went so fast!" I was like, "Oh, yeah, there's no commercials. commercials." Yeah, surprise. Yeah. All right, what's, I'm, I like sure, Ta- I like Taylor Sheridan as a writer, so I think that like I, I'm I'm not he's, I'm not opposed to it. So he he's a hunk. Yeah, he's got a nice jawline. I mean, great jawline, like, good, big biceps, yeah. big chest. <clears throat> Yeah, just let me tell you, furrowed brow. Like he's riding horses on that show. Yeah, in such a way that I just assumed before I knew that was him. I assumed they got some professional horse rider. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. like I thought they got a professional horse rider to to come and act on the show. I I don't know if that's his back. Like I don't know if he grew up with horses or what, but he's from Texas. There you go. You got to ride horses if you're in Texas. Here's the, here's one of the here's one of my favorite <laughs> things about Yellowstone is in the first season it was very much a pretty much like straight down the middle prestige soap opera. Mm-hmm. But as it has gotten more and more popular, they have decided to allow for more things that people definitely love about the show. So there will be entire scenes. I'm talking five minute scenes of cowboys fucking around in the arena 
of the ranch where they're doing they're like like running the horses them having the horses slide mm-hmm. and stuff like that and they're like playing mini games like mini cowboy games like yeah. rodeo games and it's 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 not a music video because there's not a lot of music set to it but it's basically just like yeah we're just gonna watch cowboys do cowboy shit for like six <laughs> minutes there's no right. story progression yeah. there's no that's fine and they yeah. they get and they'll get they'll get real it's obvious that they get real cowboys to come yeah. in and do that stuff. And it's just like, yeah, we're going to take a cowboy break real quick. And then we're going to yeah. go back to who's fucking who and yeah. who's, you know, trying to cover <laughs> up a murder. And yeah. it's great. I'm into it. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I'll just watch the super cut hype? of all the cowboy shit and just leave it at that. What? My hype is, uh, <laughs> so I have those, I still have my, you know, my fish tanks. One of my little fish <laughs> tanks, uh, the little five gallon, got algae really bad so it got this breakout of this blue green algae coated the sides of it and everything and it was just to the point where i was like man it it takes a lot longer to clean the little tanks than it does the big tank because you can't there's not enough room to get in there and like clean it properly so i just put it off and put it off and put it off the fish weren't in bad shape or anything i just couldn't see them and they were like hiding a lot and they have these little like ember tetras, these little orange fish in that one, and they're really cool and they swim around a lot, but they weren't being active. So I was like, well, I got to clean this tank and see if that changes things. And I cleaned it crystal clear again, and the fish are just like, oh my god, this is awesome. And like they're out, they're playing, you know, they're like they're like doing the dolphin thing, bouncing the ball between each other and stuff and everything. And I was like, man, this is like it's like I cleaned the cobwebs out of my head. It was like a mental health thing. I was like, man, my tank is clean. And I like to just look at it and watch these fish playing around. So that was my hype. Yeah, I, you know, here's the thing. I was just talking about this with uh, some some people at, at work the other day, where I was like, I just don't understand people that have pets where they can't actually pet them. Yeah. And and most notably aquarium, you know, fish. And what you've just said does not make me want an aquarium, but it brings me closer to understanding. Like, why? like for you, yeah. like, oh my God, watching these fish play around. Now for me, I don't care about watching fish play. I don't yeah. know that fish are really playing, but you've projected onto them that they're playing. Yeah. And I believe <clears throat> that maybe you've watched enough fish to really believe that that's right, that they yeah. are playing. Like, I don't even know if you're fucking with me about like bouncing a ball back and forth. Like, <laughs> no, is that no. real? I don't know. No, they're not. They're not quite that trained. But uh, it's kind of interesting that like I guess because they couldn't see me, they were scared. Like, but now that they can see me, they're not scared because I guess they can see out now and like they're kind of actually coming out and swimming to the front and everything. But it uh-huh. sucks to have fish in a tank and then they hide all the time. Like, there's certain species of fish that I'm like, why does people even keep those? They just hide and never see them. Like the whole life they yeah. just hide in a log in the thing um but yeah they come out i would it, it's it's less like having a pet and more like uh what the 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 like the aspect of like meditation and stuff people get from bonsai trees and stuff you know you understand like the art mm. the art of like trimming these trees or doing this like micro gardening stuff that's more like what it is for me you know i mean the fish are cool but it's more like watching wildlife than having a pet you know yeah so, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I'm, thank you for that an, uh, an analogy, yeah. I, and I'm here for that. That's yeah, my hype. I was glad to get it cleaned up, and you know, I don't know, feels good. So anyway, what's your not the hype? Uh, 
this is I'm just now I'm looking at what I wrote down and I'm like, God, that's lame. So my not the hype is what I've written for not the hype because I'm pretty <laughs> sure this sucks. What is it? Uh, I wrote getting old. Like I got no, currently hype, I, I, I got a, I got a case of the knees. Yeah. And uh, I went <clears throat> I went snowboarding last weekend. Oh, yeah. Whereas what's that? Yeah, I forgot that you were doing that. Yeah, I went snowboarding. Yeah. And I, on day one, I picked it back up way faster than I thought I would. And mm-hmm. so, like, right off the first chairlift, I didn't fall. I, I binded up my, you know, my back foot. I went down some greens, and I was like, yo, man, this is, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not, it's not a problem. And I, I made it through the whole day. Like, I didn't fall at all. Yeah. I was getting sore. My knee, My knees were hurting a lot my ankles were hurting but i didn't fall and then right at the end of the day on the final run i fell twice and and then on day two i went back out and i was even better and i was on day two i was like basically exclusive to blues yeah i was going down blue runs the whole day and i was going pretty fast faster than i've ever gone before not that i really like going fast i just like having fun but like I was, you know, going down blues, you'd certain go a certain speed unless you're just snowflaking <laughs> mm-hmm. down it. And um, I fell two more times because it's the East Coast and it was on a Sunday afternoon and there hadn't been a ton of snow. And so there was a lot of ice. So I hit some ice patches and, and fell on my tailbone. And that was uh, six days ago. And my tailbone still hurts. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's a real thing. I I I haven't uh, snowboarded forever, and I used to go quite frequently. And uh, I can't imagine how I would feel after it now. Dude, I I woke up on Sunday morning, and my body was uh, it was a Heath bar. You know, yeah. if I moved too much, it would have shattered completely. Yeah. And I said to myself, "No way am I." snowboard more than like an hour today like i'll go up to the top and i'll come back down once and then i'm out but i got so i was like having so much fun i went all day i went from like 11 a.m till 4 p.m yeah i'm still recovering from it it's crazy because i was watching these you know teenage kids that are and i was like and i remember like my dad was like yeah you're made of rubber yeah you know i was like these kids are made of rubber like Like, they're gonna be fine i'm not i'm not okay i am currently not okay nor will i be for several days after this you may never be okay again to be honest that's how it is at this point (laughs) i banged my knee on the dog's kennel about six months ago and it still fucking hurts every once in a while and i'm like damn i didn't even do anything cool i wasn't even skateboarding or anything it's like awful yeah skateboard yeah. shredding i wasn't shredding um man i tell you what though i was shredding yeah i bet you were i bet you were shredded that yeah, gnar yeah, shredded that, shred gnar, that gnar bro you got it got you're it. like whoosh. i think i might be going pro i i was like should, i was going man. down the mountain i was like man, i don't know man i might no i might, yeah, I know, I I might that, still find it i know that thought went through your head at some point so yeah like, I had, I had, now that, you know, we've, the Bluetooth technology has come so far. Yeah. I had one headphone in on one of my ears and I was, you know, of course I was listening. I was raging some fucking Grateful Dead. Yeah. Right on down that fire on the mountain, coming down the mountain. Fire, Let's go. fire on the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What about you? Uh, my not the hype is that uh, man, uh, professional Magic the Gathering continues to get dismantled. So they got rid of like the Pro Tour and stuff, the like top level yeah. stuff, and we keep thinking they're gonna replace it. Well, now this one of the big companies that does content creation. So all the pros write articles for this company called Star City Games, and they do their own little circuit. Star City Games is like, we're not going to do content like that anymore and fired all these people. They fired basically the Michael Jordan of Magic the Gathering. They fired him. Um, he's like the best writer of all time for Magic. Um, they fired everybody. And there's a bunch of people that have been there for like 12, 14 years. And it's like, man, all the everybody from every level of like competitive Magic is like, oh shit, this sucks. Uh, this is a lot worse than we thought it was going to be. I don't know if there's anything comparable to like disc golf like that. Is there like a site where people write articles, like pros write articles or anything? I guess you don't have strategy with disc golf like that in the same way you do with a game. Not the same. I mean, even but, the. I'll, in fact, I'm sitting at the coffee table right now. We have a quarterly magazine ah, called yeah. Disc Golfer, and um, it's it's the PDGA's publication. But even this is so thin, yeah. and okay. the articles are not really well, written by pros so much right. as as writers. That's um, it's more so that's no, a physical so. activity, and Magic's a strategy game, so of course they're going to write about strategy or whatever. But like, it's more comparable to like imagine if both Innova and Discraft fired their both their teams, everybody, and said we're not going to yeah. ha- we're not going to have team players anymore at all. We're not going to sponsor anybody. Imagine that you'd be like, oh shit. You know, it's like the same sort of thing to where it's like, fuck, like this is like they were the biggest name. And like they like you bought a subscription to read the articles on the site and stuff like and then they're like, yeah, none of this matters anymore. So we're going to get rid of it. They sell cards and stuff, too. So it's not their only like they were doing the content to drive sales to selling cards, you know. But anyway, it's just kind of a bummer. Um, it's, It's like a big blow to my, you know, thing that I'm into competitive thing that I'm into. So I don't know. Where are they going to go? They don't, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing is these people, like, that's all they've done for like a decade is write articles about Magic the Gathering. And now there's nothing. Number one, there's no events for them to write articles about anymore right now. And number two, like, there's, you know, there's still Channel Fireball who does a lot of stuff. Like, they're the other big name, I guess. Um, And they have some writers, but it wasn't the same level as the Star City game stuff. So I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> a lot of them go and get jobs with other games, like other card games and stuff as consultants, you know, but that takes people away from magic. So don't know. That sucks, man. Yeah. The, the, the following out of a thing. Yeah. The thing that I care about, you know, there's still like streaming's huge, you know, people stream and it's a big deal, but that's kind of different because it's usually not competitive. Um, it's more on the like casual side of things or like more about personalities rather than, people that are good at the game i guess but anyway yeah i don't know wow uh what's your hype still out uh today uh this is what i was taking a picture of earlier i can show you yeah although you can't see that much uh it is uh we've got a bomb cyclone blizzard up here in new england it's projected 24 inches of snow here in providence rhode island wow uh yeah, the governor put a travel ban. Like, there's no cars on the road from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Wow. And I forgot. 
I parked, you know, in the parking garage uh, downtown here, and um, I forgot my boots in my car. So this morning when I woke up at like, you know, I don't know, I woke up at like 8 a.m. And by 9 a.m. I was like, well, the snow's not that bad yet. Like it was, you know, it snowed a little bit last night, but it was only maybe an inch or two. And this morning I woke up and I was ready to wake up to like, I was like excited, you know, because I've been so busy and I'm like, I'm going to spend all day on the couch today. I'm going to watch Yellowstone. I'm going to watch movies. It's great. And I was ready to wake up to like a foot of snow on the rooftops of all the buildings. And I woke up and it was like flurries. And I was Uh. like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Like what the fuck, you know? And they, they made me close the gym for this, you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, I was like, well, because the snow's not that bad, I'll 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 put my you know, I'll put on some sweatpants and a jacket and I'll go to my car, which is like a two block walk. I was like, I'll go to my car, I'll get my boots, and I'll come back and that way I'll have my boots when I need to leave tomorrow. <laughs> and I put on my I got suited up, you know, and I walked outside and I guess another, you know, twenty minutes had passed. Cause the the what the what makes a blizzard is the wind conditions mm-hmm. right it's not just snowfall a snowstorm is snow and then a blizzard is gusts of 50 miles per hour plus and i was walking into the wind and there was so much snow that i couldn't open my eyes i had to like just put my hand over my eyebrows and look down at yeah. the floor right in front of me because i i was in and just a two block walk there and back my entire beard was white. Jeez. I mean, I looked like I had been out in the in the fucking snow for de- a day, you know, just like yeah. on a horse going through the ranch, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and and I'm I'm and now I'm sitting up here and it's completely whited out. I can only see the building right across the street from me. I can't yeah. see anything else. And so, you know, the hype's still out because, like, I mean, I'm in. I'm in a building that's like both commercial and residential. My assumption is the power grid is pretty good. It's the, you know, the city's power grid, but good God, man, there's going to be people stuck in their homes with no power for at least two days. Oh my guarantee God. you. That's crazy. And those yeah, temperatures. It's nuts. Wow. It's nuts. Yeah, it's, it snowed here this morning. Um, probably from like seven to nine. It's like wet snow that wasn't that was just melting as it hit. Like it was kind of dusted at everything and now it's already gone, but it, uh, but it takes a lot for it to get us to get snow down here in Wilmington, so we don't we don't get it that. Yeah, it's that, I'm pretty sure it's that same storm just coming up. It's yeah, I, I would assume it. it is. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there that. is a lot. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a Crazy. like a movie or something. Like, yeah, I, th- I figure <laughs> I'll um, you know, do this podcast. I got another friend that was like, hey, you know, we haven't caught up in a while, yeah. and she lives up here too. She's like. I know you ain't doing anything tomorrow. Let's catch up on the phone. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to her on the phone for a while, and then I think I'll go out, walk around the city. Walk around. You know I what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, no cars on the road. It's cool uh, that right after snow falls, like that quiet, it's like quiet and everything's really pretty. I don't really like snow that much because I don't like fucking around in it. Like I don't like driving in it and stuff. But yeah. if I don't have to drive, it's fine. Like walking around in it is pretty cool. So. Looking at stuff, yeah, for taking sure. pictures of stuff with snow on it. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I, I took a couple pictures this morning, but I was like, well, if the snow really does get up to two feet, like I'm gonna have to come out here and take some more pictures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah get some memes going. So, on, so. yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll see. You got some we'll ideas. See. You got some ideas. Um, 
My hype's still out. It's very simple. It's uh, Kid Rock's uh, rumored to be running for office again. So, uh, you know, he's he's been rumored several times that he was going to run for office. So there's, They there's keep a, trying to get him to run, you know, keep, but he's just, just too noble. I'm like, why? I'm just at this point, I'm like, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not just He doesn't sure. want to get his hands dirty, you know? I mean, yeah. he wants to be able to he stay does, in the private yeah. sector and be opinionated, yeah. you know? Yeah. Once you go into politics, you know, all your integrity's gone. Yeah, you know, that man is nothing yeah. if not he's got, physical representation he's got of integrity. a lot of integrity to, uh, to, to maintain, so, yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite was the fact that I sent that article. Uh, you know, Kid Rock threatens to cancel any tour dates at locations where there may be COVID regulations. And I sent that to the, the Instagram group and Matt said, outlook not good for Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. There were some good ones in that thread. <laughs> I just die. I got that kid rock on the beach, but he's got a hat on and he's holding a cane. He looks like he's dancing and there's a bunch of them. <laughs> He's not just got a hat on. He's yeah, got one of those old straw yeah, hats. Straw hat circle from the 20s. Hats. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he's like people in the 1930s running for governor hat. Yeah, he's like doing the Charleston and the it's the classic shot of him prancing on the or stomping around on the beach. Um yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I got two things I've been consuming. Okay. I got a couple things. Okay. Um <laughs> There's a band that I used to listen to a lot that I haven't listened to in a really long time, but I'm on their email list. Yeah. And I've 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 always wanted to see them in concert just because it's like one of the bands that I was really into in college, but you know, fell out of listening to them because they're they're very earnest. Mm-hmm. They're like one of these like bands that's trying to change the world, you know? You too. Okay. And uh, sure. Well, they actually did change the world, didn't they? But, yeah, they did. Um, art art changed the world. I'll tell you, yeah. So, so this is a Midwestern band, and every time they've gone on tour, they're usually just Midwest to West. They're rarely East. And the few times they've come East, I haven't been there. And so I've never gotten to see them play. And, and I saw that they were going back on tour. They were going to be going to Boston. So I bought... I bought tickets to go see him in Boston. Yeah. And I was like, I should probably listen to them again. Yeah. And so I've been listening to their, so they, their sound is very full, like a nine piece band out of Minnesota, but they have one unplugged concert. And that's what I listened to all the time back in the day, Uh because I could actually understand the lyrics that were being sung. Is it the Mighty Mighty Boston's? Um, no. <laughs> I just Nine saw person, one of those. Yeah. Do you follow the Hard Times news? Yeah. It's I don't a, follow it, but I I see all a lot of their posts and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Mighty Mighty Boston's fan is depressed, but can't find any sad ska songs to relate to. <laughs> that's because they they broke up. The Mighty Mighty Boston's broke up. So, that's what. Yeah, that's, right. that's okay. why they. Okay. That's why they. Now this up. this band this band is called Cloud Cult. Oh yeah, I remember cult. you talking about them back in the day. Yeah, I don't remember anything about their music, but yeah. Oh, it is really, it is really like there's some songs that like if you're really in the mood, like you're yeah. gonna be emotionally taken for a ride. All right, you 
Check out the song You Were Born. That's one of those songs where a father has found all the answers to the universe because he <laughs> had a kid. kid. Yeah, love that. Trying to learn. Trying to learn. <laughs> what are, well, let's go back and forth. What else have you been consuming? Uh, man, I've been I, I've been playing a game that's not Magic the Gathering. I've been uh, Xbox has the Game Pass that I have, so you can download different stuff. And uh, wow. I've been playing this game Hades. Um, have you heard about that? Hades. Did you uh, have you gone? Have you gone like? Do you not show up online when you get online? Because I get on the Xbox three times a week. I never see you. You should hop in a party with us. I should. Yeah, I think I'm usually off by the time y'all get on. But I, I want to like get back into... Are y'all playing Halo now? Yeah, we're playing Halo. Oh, man. I wish somebody would have told me. Joey, I was like, Joey, I'm playing Halo. Yeah. Like a fucking 17-year-old. Yeah, dog. all right. I, 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 it was hard for me to play the, uh, the, the Call of Duty we were playing, but I wasn't against doing it, but I just fell off of it for a while. And then I was like, well, they're not going to want me to get back on there and suck again. So, but I'm, I'm down to play some Halo, though. I'm down to be bad at yeah, Halo. But... They, they ruined <laughs> Call of Duty with that new map update. Yeah. So we were like, well, let's, let's download the beta for Halo. <laughs> let's just play that as like a little appetizer. Yeah. And now we're just like, oh, we got to complete these challenges to get the space dress up outfits. Yeah. That's crazy because I thought I was like, man, I really I saw that you guys have been playing like a long time ago when it first came when the Halo first came out, and then it seemed like y'all weren't, and I was like, oh, I really want to be like, hey guys, you want to play Halo? And then they're gonna be like, that's stupid, we don't, that's dumb, that's a baby game. Um, so it, yeah, it I, is, but it's so much fun. Well, I'm into that though. I'm, I, all right, so I, I'm gonna download that, and I think it's on the Game Pass. I think it's part of the Game Pass. We, it is part of the Game Pass. Yeah. Let me tell you, we started playing it ironically, but now like now like we're itching to play yeah, it, it, and we're I mean, like, all right, let's... that was our that group. We started on Halo, right? Wasn't we did it? Halo yeah. too. Yeah, played a lot of that. It was fun. Donkey Raid show. Just driving around a warthog in circle. Um, <laughs> warthog. I see. I thought, and I also didn't realize. I thought that most of you guys didn't have the new Xbox, and I thought you had to have that to play the the new Halo. No, you don't. Okay. I don't have the new Xbox. Okay. I'm playing Halo. I, that's the other thing. I just didn't know. So, yeah. Anyway, we will rectify that. I'll start getting on some and playing. Um, I can annoy people in Halo easier than I can annoy people in uh, <laughs> the Call of Duty. So. <clears throat> it, is, uh, it, it Like, it took me a couple weeks to, like, get back into the pace of that game because it's slower. It's floaty. And, like, the it's guns like are different. It's floaty, yeah. Um, yeah. It's so floaty. Yeah. and. But now we're at a point where, like, I can be like last night. I went, uh, I went eleven and two in yeah. a game. Yeah, that's like height of the old I days. I mean, yeah. it was a different. It's a different game type where your team only has seven deaths yeah, okay. spread out over the whole team. So it's whoever eliminates the other team's number of respawns first. Yeah. So there wasn't. I, I probably would have had even more kills had it been a yeah. longer game type. Um, but that's the game type that we've been playing lately, which is the one that allows you to earn challenges that that is for your outfits. I mean, it's I all about you. getting yeah. the coolest yeah, getting outfits, the, yeah, you know. The, the stuff, it so. is so absurd. It's so wow. Your boy Trey. Shout outs to Trey. Listen to the Halo talk. <laughs> he loves Halo. I bet. I bet he loves Halo. Um, no, but I've been playing Hades, which was like a lot of people's game of the year last year. Um, okay. It's a roguelike where you do the same levels over and over and over again. Each time you die, you get respawned, but you get more powerful. 
and you got out upgrades and weapons and stuff like that. And it's not really the kind of game I'm usually good at, but, and I'm not saying I'm good at it, but like I'm progressing in it. It has this like, it's frantic. Like you get to the point where you're, you're so powerful and you do these dash attacks where you're just like, there's all this stuff going on, on the screen. You do all these combos and just, just like knocking stuff out and you have to, and it's all based on Greek mythology. That's why it's called Hades. You play the son of Hades and it's all about this guy trying to get out of uh, Zagoras or whatever is trying to get out of, out of the underworld. But it, it kind of has like modern interpretations of all the gods and stuff, and they all help you at certain times. And you know, it's it's got a story to it that's pretty interesting for a game like that. And uh, I can see why it was like number the best game of the year or whatever. But it's really hard. And then like you have to go through like five levels, and then when you die, you go all the way back to the beginning. And it's one of those things where it's like it's fine for five times to do that, and the sixth time you're like, I'm never playing this ever again because I do not want to play this again like this and then i'll put it down for a few hours and then come back and be like oh, i'll just try it one more time you know that's like that movie uh that tom cruise movie lived i repeat it, yeah exactly that's a basically a movie roguelike but yeah i played that and then uh watching the righteous gemstones on hbo which is uh i don't know if you saw season one of that but i think i saw like most of season one i'm not sure i finished it I think it's worth finishing season one. Walton Goggins is great in that show as Uncle Baby Billy. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And what it's that song. Yeah. I forget what the song is. Misbehaving. Yeah. He's so good. It's so over the top and ridiculous. And it's like a send up of, of mega church religion and stuff. But, um, Danny McBride is very Danny McBride in it, you know, and that kind of wears thin at times. But, Overall, it's pretty funny, and the 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 sister on the show, Judy Gemstone. I don't know who plays her, but she is hilarious, and they give her more to do in season two, and she is just outrageously. It's just over the top, like ridiculous. And John Goodman's fantastic in it too. Like I, I think he probably should get nominated for an Emmy for it because he's just he's just great. Um, it's not the greatest show I've ever seen, but it's it's funny. And uh, what's his name is in it that does the interview show that's a. Uh, what is that guy's name? You know who I'm talking about, but you're not going to tell me because what is his name? You haven't given me. Eric, given me a Eric Andre. Though. Eric Andre. Oh. Eric Andre is a main character yeah. in season two. He plays this other preacher and, uh, you know, that he's pretty funny. Uh, so. That's great. Yeah. No, I think he's funny. I mean, he's absurdist. He is. On that interview yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. It's less absurd. Which it's more for me scripted, is... but. Yeah, I, I can only take a little bit of that, but I like him in other stuff. So, I think he's talented. I just his kind of comedy is not always for me. So, it makes me yeah. uncomfortable, which I can't. No, I forgot. I forgot that season two is coming out, so I'm gonna have to double check where I was. I th- maybe I finished it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I yeah. See see where you were with it, but um. The the finale of last season was really good, and then this has been pretty good so far. Four four episodes are out, but. It's coming out weekly. What what else have you been consuming? I know you're gonna have an opinion about this. Mm-hmm. About two weeks ago, I started playing Wordle. Yeah, me too. I've been really? doing. It, I've already been doing it for three weeks, I think. Because I had like well, a twenty day streak that I lost the other night, and I about cried. Yeah. You you lost uh you lost the game. I lost it first time in 20 days. Yeah, I lost and lost my streak. So. Well, do you know what the get what, what the word was? 
It was no, no. I lost that one too. Did you really? Okay, I don't. You're the only person that I've talked to that lost it, and I, I feel better now. <laughs> I was, Jackie almost I was lost so, it, and she got it. So, yeah. Well, I've been talking. You know, I mean, you send like there's all sorts of people playing. So I'm in group chats where people are yeah, sending their same, word of yeah, the day results yeah. and stuff. And I'm in one group chat where it's. Uh, these dudes are clowning me for not like starting out with the right words. Oh yeah. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. Like I don't want to play a do every time to start. Yeah. Right. To try to get, yeah. Like just play the game. Like at the end of the day, I'm not even sure that it reveals. And it's, it's more. That's part of the fun though, is that everybody has their own strategy to it. So it's supposed to be like, I don't think there's a strategy that's correct yet. It's not been solved. Well, I you know, think so. I think the, I the strategy that's most correct is the one that gets the most vowels early on. But I refuse to play that strategy because I refuse to take it too seriously. Yeah. Because I think once you have a couple letters, like it's just about trying options before you run out of chances. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think four out of six is better than six out of six. No, I don't think so. I tell you what, the first one I did, the first one I did. I got it into, and that has ruined me. Wow. That has ruined me because I've been chasing that high ever since. It was tiger was the word, <laughs> tiger. And I was like, oh, my God. I, would... I was like, two? Because, I mean, it's nearly impossible to get it in one, right? So it's like yeah. very, right. very difficult lucky. to – Yeah, if you get it in one, it's just luck, and it's like, okay, I got lucky. But in two, it was yeah. like, well, <laughs> I had a good guess. So I felt like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I've had a couple threes. Um, mostly on four. I'm gonna. I don't want to see. I haven't played uh, as as long as you. Yeah. Uh, I played. Hey, she's trying to get twelve. Out. Sorry, the cat was trying to get. Out. No, good. I've played. I've played twelve times. Yeah, well, how how long and was your I've, streak when you lost it? It was just six. So you had I six, played six yeah. games. I lost one, and now I've won five in a row. I've only lost that one. I had, I think, I had nineteen in a row, but I got real lucky on a few where I was like, "Whew!" I almost didn't get that. So I definitely could have lost it earlier, but um, it it hurt real bad when I lost that streak. Like I just like because I put, I think I used knock and uh, something else that was K N word, and I was like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> I've had three and three, five and four, and three and five. None and two and none and six. I've had a run of like fours and fives, and I'm like, man, I want to get back and do some threes. But it's a, it's a, I think it's a fantastically crafted game. And I think that people who are trying to like, you know, there's like knockoffs of it that you can play 10 times a day. Like that's not the beauty of it is you can play once. Everybody's got the same word. And the the elegance in how it shares it with other people, how it just it has its own language, because it shows you not the results, but it shows you the the colored letter squares of what you because people are confused when they haven't played it and they see these colored squares being shared everywhere. But the way it conveys, like you can look at somebody's response, not know what the word was, and be like, "Wow, you did really good in that one." Um, and people are getting there's a pushback on it where everybody's like, "This is stupid. I'm muting it." I'm like, "Okay, we'll mute it." It's like. One thing in our world that's making people happy right now. So, and it happens once a day. And, um, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's not, 
I mean, I, I get that people want to hate on it because yeah. it's like all of a sudden like these guys, images yeah. are sprouting up yeah. everywhere. And some people are being like douchey about it. Yeah. You know, like it I don't is, think yeah. that. Okay, I had I lost the one, but I don't think winning is is especially impressive, right? Yeah. It's just fun. It's yeah. just a fun thing yeah. to do. Just like do it, but like don't like compare your three against my four and suggest that you're. But just have fun with yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, the, and so I feel like some of the pushback is against like the immediate zeitgeistness of it, it is. and then secondarily, some of these people are like, "Look how smart I am." It's like, "Fuck off! You ain't yeah, that smart. You just off. put some words together, and you it was process of elimination. You're really good at multiple choice." Yeah, right. You know, the, the beauty but, of it is the experience that everybody's a shared experience that you don't have. Like usually, a shared experience like Twitter is like watered down because it's a million different things, right? This is one thing. It's very focused on this thing and you and it's focused on language and it's focused on, you know, like and everybody's got oh I have my word that I do or I switch my word up or I do this and that and like that's kind of the the beauty of it. And you know, it'll fall off eventually like anything like this, but it's pretty cool. My my buddy Matt that I play with, um one of my best friends here in town, um he I I do mine when I go to bed at night cuz it it flips over at midnight. So I do mine like at 2 a.m. sometimes and I'll send it to him at 2 a.m. And then in the morning he does his before he goes to work. So he'll send me his. So it's always like, you know, I always communicate with him and we don't even say anything else most of the day. Sometimes we just like send that one thing. And so it's a neat, it's a neat thing, you know, and <clears throat> I don't know it, if, if you want to check it out and you haven't checked it out, Google Wordle and go to the Wordle site. Don't, it's not an app or anything like that. They have those, the people are trying to rip it off and make money on it. The original dude didn't want to make money on it. He was just like, I want to share this with the world. And so Google it, find Wordle. Um, it's a UK website, and I think. It, and do it on your phone, too, because yeah. I don't know. Um, when I did yeah, that on the right. computer, the letters didn't gray out that had already been used. Yeah. But when I'm doing well, it on my phone, the keyboard itself is yellow, gray, or green. It, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same here. Uh, and it, I think that the way the phone does cookies and stuff, because it, it wouldn't be able to keep your – you don't log in or anything, so it wouldn't be able to keep your streak on the computer maybe as well as it does on the phone. So, yeah, you do it on your phone. Um, Google World will find it. It's a, it's a U.K. website, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's a neat neat little experience. So, it's a well-designed game. Interesting, you know. Yeah, like I'm not about to <laughs> spend all day thinking about it. I'm going to, I'm going to open up that web page. I'm going to do it in five minutes or I'll lose like, fuck it. I'm not going to try to spend all day. Yeah. And I, I equate it to, it's, 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 I equate it to like taking a physical photograph these days. Like you take a million photos on your phone, right? And not a one of them means a fucking thing, but I have this little Polaroid camera and I take, I'd only take a picture with it every couple of weeks or something because it's like, Hey, we're having a party and take a picture of my friends and those pictures, it's a physical picture, and you're like, damn, I remember what this was like, like taking a photograph, and like, it, if we took the bad photograph, we wasted the film, and it's like, it's yep. a one thing, and it means something, I guess, and this is like, you get one shot at this during the day, and if you get it wrong, it's not the end of the world, but it's like, it makes you feel good when you get it, and uh, yeah. I don't know. It's no, that's a good, that's good. I uh... A little dopamine hit. I mean, I guess the last time we were we were all doing something was Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's it's it it's equivalent to that sort of zeitgeist thing. It's not yeah. nearly 
as community based or because nah. Pokemon Go, I mean, you, I met strangers. Yeah, yeah, going fine. You know, I was yeah. I was at a public park. Oh, you guys doing the same thing? You know, yeah. and I would run around with people I didn't even know, and everybody was happy. I mean, that was probably the end of happiness. <laughs> that was the last happiness. Um, yeah, that was the last. Yeah. public happiness was but this is, this is like if that is a liter yeah. of soda yeah. and this is a shot glass yeah it of is it. yeah it's very simple yeah. and that's the beauty of it it's like if you got to if you got to do it 10 times a day you'd be like you do it for a week and then be like all right i'm done but it's you get to do it once a day i don't know it's cool um i got a couple more consumings i don't know if you have anything else or you got to go Great. or you get no i'm uh, good that okay. was it um so i'm endeavoring to listen to your top 10 albums list. Uh, I've listened to his golden messenger, which I need to listen to that one again. Um, this week I listened to mode Madhu Mokhtar. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Madhu yeah, Mokhtar. yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that album is, uh, was it Africa, uh, Africa victim, victim. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed that. I, I feel like it's one that I want in the background while I'm doing some other things, like probably 10 times. And then I'll be like, all right, I, I want this on like for certain things I'm doing. It's very, it's got a mood to it. Um, I didn't realize that that guy's, uh, is Berber. Um, I thought he was Torah. That's a, that's a, it's like a tribe of the Berber people. I think. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't okay. actually know exactly how the Berbers define themselves, but like I, when I went, we went to Morocco to film the surf kayaking thing years ago and I got to meet some Berber people there um, that that were living in the city. A lot of the Berbers live in you know their own communities in the desert and stuff. And yeah. one of the guys taught me a lot about the Berber culture. It's very interesting. A lot of it's not documented, and it it spreads throughout all of Africa. You know, like especially northern Africa. But um, and yeah, there's there's people that the Berbers uh think that there's people that think the Berbers went to the UK like long ago and taught the Druid stuff. Like this guy was like the Berber culture is like the heart of all culture. And like, <laughs> so it's like really interesting culture. And granted this guy's from, from Niger. Right. Um, I think, um, and, uh, Madhu Mokhtar. And so I'm sure his, like, whatever his tribe is, is very different from the things that I experienced, but there's some commonality in the way the sounds are in the, in his music, you know, he's well, like a modern I mean, guitar, but with, is- traditional sounds on top of it and yeah if you like him i mean there's another like five bands that are all of that same genre yeah nomadic tribe you know Torrid people where um you know i for me like i said back then when we were talking about this this album like i think Mokhtar is like the most widely successful he's the most popular but my, I really like another musician by the, that goes by the name of Bombino. And yeah. so I recommend checking out his stuff too, because it's all very similar um, in a good way. You know, yeah. it's not, it, 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 you know, it's that same kind of desert blues sound. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's got the traditional instruments with the electric guitar in it too. And it's, uh, I, yeah. just, I imagine that's, yeah, it's cool. It's interesting genre of music. Um. <laughs> The, I will, I will come back and re-raise, not re-raise, but I, I'm, I'm shook at the fact that you're trying to listen to my list and you already know this, but I went, 
uh, I guess it was three days ago and listened to the Mars Volta and Sparta yeah. both in the same day. And I, I, you know, I was like, wow, I remember liking this a lot. And it is too early for me to be listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Sparta is a little more mellow than the Mars Volta stuff, but I never super was yeah. into uh, At the drive in became Mars Volta and Sparta they, when they split up. And uh, I was always more into Sparta. Like the lead singer of Sparta, I've, I've, I've talked to him before. Like he gave us the rights to use his music in our videos and stuff. Um, James Ward. Ooh, Jim Ward. Name drop. Um, James, James name drop Ward. James, Jim Ward. Um, yeah, Jim Ward. He's a famous person that I know. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that, but <laughs> that, he's, that he's talking to you. That Sparta, um, that Sparta, uh, wiretap scars album is very good listen to that a lot during my kayaking you know travels um yeah but anyway i guess you listen to it too early in the day but yeah i mean no i liked it i was like oh man i remember all this and it's funny because i put i put the mars volta on at the gym and i was like nobody's gonna know this yeah you know not not in a like a badge of honor kind of way but just in a like that they never got that big kind of yeah. way and there's this there's this woman at the gym she's probably 28 years old and and a couple other people are like what is this you know like <laughs> what do you what do you got on here i was like oh it's this band called mars volta and then this girl who rarely speaks yeah she'll engage in conversation but she won't volunteer anything yeah. she goes I listened to this song all through high school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those, like, it's kind of in the same genre as, like, Fallout Boy to people in that way. If they listened to it in high school, it was, like, something that, like, they were super into. And it's not the same sort of thing. It's less, like, commercial than Fallout Boy, but it's, uh, yeah, I have some friends. It's kind of like my chemical romance, you know? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I was just taking a shot at your T-shirt. It's that... The Black Parade's a great album. Um, if you like Sparta, there's Jim Ward has a solo project called Boxcar, and it's like indie rock, but it's like got a country, country infused kind of twang to it. It's a lot different than the Sparta stuff. It's real acoustic and banjoy and stuff like that. So, well, I love it whenever you. <laughs> Give me a name of a previous hardcore singer that turned in the country once he turned forty. Yeah, so I'll go check that <laughs> That's out. That's the thing, right? It's all, they always like the old old hardcore singers don't don't retire; they just become country indie country alt rock <laughs> bands. Um, I don't know what why there's that connection there. Um, yeah, I listened to Mario Clicker, which was your number one, right? Oh, Margo Silker. Is it Silker? It's spelled. I think it's Silker. It's spelled C. Is it C I L K E R or K R or something? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I, I thought my my dyslexia read it as clicker, but clicker. Silker. That's all right. I'll take that. What did you think of that? I liked it. I thought I, I will listen to it again. It's um. I said I made the connection to between it and First Aid Kit, which I love. That first First Aid Kit album, yeah. The Lion's Roar, I think is the name of that album, which is uh yeah, very. It's very country. But it's not really country music, if that makes sense. It's very like ethereal at times. Like very, uh, it sounds like it's sung like on the wind or something. I don't know. And a lot of her stuff sure. sounds like that. And the the that first aid kit first album, it, it there was a lot of parallels to that. I liked a lot of her lyrics too. I thought it was really there was some stuff that was pretty critical of religion and 
government yep. and stuff. And I thought it was, I, I, I don't mean to like reduce it down to like, this is first aid kit, but it just, that's the, the positive connection I made to it was that. So, yeah. You know, it's funny because I was listening to that album. I listened to that album at least twice a week for six months. Yeah. And um, I haven't listened to it since we had the podcast. Yeah. It's almost like I put all those albums to bed. Yeah. Yeah. You put them and away. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now I'm moving well, forward. I wanna, that album is called what? The the Margot Silker? Uh, pl- Plory Hole or Poor Holy. I can't oh, even. Oh, yeah. That's got know. the. Yeah. You, you, it's her most recent album on there. Also, listen to the Lions Roar if you never have by First Aid Kids. Really good album. Um, yeah, I think they're from Norway or something, aren't they? <laughs> the First I had Aid no Kid, idea. The two girls from. I just assumed they were from Texas. No, I think they're from like Sweden or something. Um, of course they are. Yeah, uh, and that's only two I've gotten through. Other than I also listened to the Hess Golden Messenger before we did the the top ten. Uh, also, talking about old stuff that we brought back out, listen to the arcade fire funeral album based on your recommendation. You were like, Hey, check, see if that album's still good. Turns out that album's still fucking great. The arcade fires funeral. Um, the, the side two of that album is just up there for me with some of the great albums side twos I've ever heard. So, um, the whole thing is great. The whole, the whole album is like one song, you know, it's just kind of fit. Everything bleeds into the next thing. And, can't wait to go listen to that album. Did you not listen to it when we talked about it? I didn't listen to it that day. No, I think <clears throat> we were texting. It was like an anniversary of like, it's like 18 yeah, years old yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Which it feels like it came out like last week or something to me. I'm going like to, I'm going to listen ago. to it tomorrow. Yeah. It's a great album. It's, you got to listen. It's one of those ones you got to listen to start to finish and like listen to the whole thing and in the right Which order. It's easy and, to do because there's no bad songs on it. Yeah, there's not. It just clicks along and it's great. And then it just keeps getting better. And that side too is just from my window to yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. I was thinking about how like I loved that album and I've never loved anything they've done since. I've liked other things I, they did, but I know. I, uh it it you know, <laughs> honestly, it was probably near the beginning of us. Yeah, finding out that like I only like their old stuff is such yeah. a shitty thing to be, but like also sometimes so true. So true that yeah. they came out with the yeah. suburbs. I was like, who the fuck is this band? Like, well, they, give me. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. It was, it, and the funny thing is, is like I respect bands that expand their scope, that change their yeah, sound, yeah, that continue. Yeah. You're to allowed grow. to do that. Like yeah. the direction that 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 Arcade Fire grew in was like away from the thing that I really liked. And that's okay. It's I mean, that, that, but then it's like at some point you're like, yeah, this isn't really for me anymore. That's how I was for Radiohead for a while, and they kind of got into a different phase of stuff that I didn't like as much. And I was like, I respect y'all keep doing that. I would like for you to make OK Computer ten more times and then retire. <laughs> but I realize that's not realistic. So you grow. Uh, yeah, I would I, like I, you to make well, OK they, Computer ten more times and then turn into indie country. Yeah, exactly right. If I could have that, that'd be great. No, the Arcade Fire did that Neon Bible album after Funeral, and I was it was one of my most anticipated albums of all time. I was just like, this is gonna be awesome. And then it was like, well, I like four of these songs, and like I think that that album too. It feels like I know the Suburbs was a double album, so there's like twenty two songs on it. I think Neon Bible was like a lot of songs too. And I feel like it was like, okay, they thought we wanted just more. And I really mm. want like 
focused because like there is some really good stuff. There's good stuff on the suburbs. Sprawl Part Two or whatever is like one of their best songs, but it's just so much filler. It feels like on that stuff. Then I'm like, oh, because Funeral is so tight. It's so perfect. Like every song, it like it feels like it's over in five minutes because it's like the whole thing just kind of moves. And Neon it just Bible goes and, from my window to yours. It does. And uh, I'm gonna. I, you've reminded me of something, and this is just a story that I think I've told before. But it's embarrassing enough for me to tell it again. Yeah. Because it was about the same time. Um, they had a really big sound. And that mm-hmm. was one of the things that was cool about yep. Arcade Fire. It was very big. Epic. And they, um, there was another, this was about the same time. This is, maybe it was before this. We didn't have smartphones. And like always, I was watching Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And I saw a band on Saturday Night Live that looked like a chorus. They were all wearing the same gowns and there was like 25 people on stage. And I loved that sound. And I said, I'm going to go buy the CD based off this performance Mm -hmm. on Saturday Night Live. And the band was called the Polyphonic Street. Yeah. But we didn't have smartphones. (laughs) And so... And I was still buying CDs at like the local CD yeah. store. And I went to the CD store and I couldn't remember the name of the band. And so I was flipping through the CDs trying to find what CD like looked like a band that was big like that. Because I was, I was I had to hear that sound again. I, hit, I yeah. had to hear that song again. It was so big. It was so beautiful. And I bought a CD that had a whole lot of people on the front of it. And uh, and it looked like they were wearing those gowns. And so I was like, well, this has got to be it. And I put it in my car and I started listening to it. And I was like, this is definitely not it. <laughs> and I bought an electric light orchestra album. <laughs> That's quite the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the differential in time there. That's <laughs> ELO is like from the seventies and stuff, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, ELO yeah. baby. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not an ELO fan. And I guess I don't like that band. Yeah. And then later on I learned, I was like, Oh, it was polyphonic spree. Polyphonic oh. spree yeah. <laughs> that was probably around the time that they had that song on the, uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind soundtrack. That was so big. And I think they were probably supporting that, uh, yeah, probably. That song. Um that somebody famous started the Polyphonic Spree. Somebody from another um another like indie band. But I never really got into well, them. Other people liked them, but I feel like they're kind of just like a one trick pony, but it's it's all, you know, whatever. But Sure. You got uh, it. It was computer? Tripping Daisy was the original band that turned into the Polyphonic Spree. Um Yeah. Uh yeah, I have something else too. What was I going to say? Oh, I saw Arcade Fire on that that uh, Neon Bible tour, and they were fantastic live. I th- imagine they probably still are pretty good live. Really interesting because they uh, they they hit a part in their set where they just all switched instruments. <laughs> yeah, and it was like kind of cool. Like it's like okay, that's a gimmick, but like I was like, wow, they're they're still good. <laughs> like everybody switches every couple songs, you know. And so the drummer's playing the keyboards, and the guitarist is playing the drums now, and. Yeah, it was a, it was a neat show. Um, that's the only time I've seen them live. But um, what else do I have here? I cannot get past. I can't get past the font on your shirt that says "My Chemical <laughs> Romance." I, it just annoys me every time I see it. Strange. It's like it's nails on a chalkboard. 
Listen to the Black Parade. That album's fantastic too. Um, oh, I've been watching that book of Boba Fett show. But have you watched it? Okay. No. We don't have to talk about it. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to hear you talk about Star Wars again. It's fine. It's not good, probably, but it's like I can enjoy it on a oh, Boba Fett's doing some cool shit level, but on a like story level, I'm like, eh, it's kind of weird. But whatever, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. We don't have to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I you heard me talk about Kevin Costner wearing Filson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see him in his <laughs> Wranglers. Uh. Man, I tell you what, man. I I, <clears throat> I hope I hope for both of our sakes you get into. We'll watch it. I've had it recommended a lot, so I will watch it eventually. So uh, it's a, it's one of those it's one of those pilot episodes. <laughs> it's like one of those pilot episodes. And it just gets you. It's like yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like a movie. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. it's very close yeah. to the season premiere. Lost. Yeah. It's like it could just stand there. It's like oh my god, what a thing. You know. Yeah. They reference the they reference the ranch now. This is funny because I live here now. In this in the pilot episode of the whole series. Somebody says in the, like the middle of the episode, his ranch is the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> Where you're like, yeah, sweet, that's awesome. Yeah, I, was like, I live there. Oh, crazy! Now I I really understand how long <laughs> it would take for him to drive across it. I know how big that is. I don't I understand. I don't understand it at all. So yeah, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, it's like, like driving from <clears throat> Wilmington to Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? I don't know how how long does it take you to get to Charlotte? Like uh, four and a half hours, I think. Four hours. No, it, it ain't that big. It ain't that big, man. I can sneeze and be done with Rhode Island. Yeah. I don't know anything about geography. I don't even know where Rhode Island is. It's out in the Midwest, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out, I'm out near the, uh, the Poconos. Yeah. They reference Providence, Providence, Rhode Island is referenced in probably 50% of all media. There are movies, well, there's it, TV shows all the time. Jackie will be like, that's where David lives. <laughs> It's a union yeah. town, so yeah. a lot of union jobs they got. It's in the contracts they got to reference Providence. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah It'll of, just be like, yeah, of, that guy's from Providence, and it's like, well, this is has nothing to do with Providence, but he's a. Uh, they just like the name <laughs> of, of the town or something. It's a, it, you know, it exists <laughs> in, the, in the cultural imagination of our country, you know. Yeah, I'm not hating on it. I'm fine, but it is. It's interesting how much he gets referenced. So maybe Bill can shine some light on that. He probably he probably knows the like media theory that it comes down to like all things lead back to referencing uh, yeah. Providence Rhode Island. Sorry for those for those of y'all <laughs> playing IOLTOS bingo, um gladly luckily we finally referenced Bill at the end of the episode. Yeah. Theoretically I'm going to a concert with them on Tuesday night. What are y'all going to see? War on drugs. Really? Damn. Yeah. I'd like to go to that. With, I know. I'd like to go to that I with know. Bill, not with you, but yeah. Well, well, I would you like can to go, go with too. Bill and not you. You can so. go too. Well, you are doing that, so. Yeah, exactly. I'm mad at you. I hate you. Um, you you didn't get the invite. Bill sent a really good like rundown of his movies of the year, and a lot of it was stuff I hadn't seen, but I need to see. So I was like excited to have that. I know. But, I I put on a cardigan and sat in a leather chair <laughs> to read that. Yeah, with a pipe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is Bill? Bill, Bill like does Bill does like deliveries or something? That's his thing. He, he he's an inventory man. Okay, so but he has to travel yeah. around to do that a lot because he's always like he talking about how he's like. I finally got him to listen to a goose song. Did you really? What what do you what would he yeah. say about that? He said, 
I actually he yeah I gotta find this because uh so you know Bill's been hating on Goose for as long as I've been talking about Goose and um he sent me uh, a Prince song yeah that on YouTube it's not on Spotify <laughs> anymore and it's like his favorite you know song you know and. Prince of Syracuse show from the Purple Rain tour, the one with the 18 minute version of the title track. That's come off Spotify. Anyway, I uh, we were so we were talking we were talking about Neil Young's music coming off of Spotify and how he's like distraught because you know he loves Neil Young and of course wants to be able yeah. to listen to him. I said, but you know what is on Spotify still? Goose's Heater set from December in Colorado. <laughs> so <laughs> and. <laughs> So I sent him one song from that show, and uh, he said, well, I guess I got to listen to the rest of that Goose show now. You didn't tell me there were since. I started listening to popular music in the 80s. Since are my Achilles heel. The opening 15 seconds of Little Red Corvette looped for 45 minutes could be my favorite album ever. <laughs> also, that track was the exact duration of my ride home, which is just eerie. So, I mean, I guess he's... He didn't actually, now that I'm rereading this, he didn't actually say the song was good. <laughs> he just said he likes sense. Yeah. He's like, I'll pick something out that I can not shit on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I'm going to send you the uh, the YouTube link of the song. It was, uh, it's Prince and Bonnie Boyer, Forever in My Life 88. And it is, it's great. It's yeah. really good. So. Yeah. Send that to me. Shout out to Bill. Well, shout out to Bill. Well, Bill. There, you, there you go. You got an episode. It's almost two hours long. So not really. It's an hour and a half long. But once I put the back on it. Yep. Throwback. <clears throat> All right. Well, you got anything else that you want to talk about? Trey, quit. Quit right now, Jock, <laughs> man. Just stick to the current episodes. <laughs> he had to attack my, my fan. You didn't have to attack him. You didn't. I knew you didn't like him, but you didn't have to attack him. You know, <laughs> it's funny. What I back to Trey. To, not to do another thirty minutes on Trey, but one time I was at the shop playing, and you called me. It was a few weeks ago, and you called me, and Trey was right there, and I should have just put you on the phone with him, but I like talked to you, and you were like, "I gotta go by," and I was like, I turned him, and I was like, "That was groove." And he was just like started smiling, just kind of like raised his eyebrows, like, "Yeah, <laughs> you guys doing some podcast shit right here? Huh? You Talk about some podcast the stuff. Be like, who, who the what, fuck are you? Don't listen to that shitty <laughs> podcast. What are you doing? Listen to this fucking podcast, man. What? You got better things to do with your time. Yeah, it's good stuff. Go listen to Goose. <laughs> listen to Goose. Goose." Uh, right. I got to tell you something funny about a goose when we get off of this because I can't talk about it on the yeah, All right. Yeah, let's stop. Let's, can, let's have the second podcast that's just the two of us. Yeah, we will. That's what we always podcast. do. You, you got to have to pay for the Patreon to get to that. In, that's in the what, that's um, when we talk about all the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can check us out on our shitty website, IOLTOS.com. Uh, you can email us. I don't like their old stuff at gmail.com. You can find us most of the places where podcasts are found. I guess uh, it's faux pas to say Spotify, but you can find us on there, you know, next to the Joe Rogan experience, I guess. And uh, Probably right beside it. Yeah, right beside it. 
well, almost as many listens, you know. Um, hopefully, we spread a lot less misinformation. I think most of our misinformation is from, from you know, not remembering the names of things. But anyway, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, too, I think. And uh, I guess that's it. We out. See you next time. Have a good night.